IV Coaches presents. Hello, Mr. Dennis Kite. Thank you very much for being here. Thanks for having me. So, you're an executive coach. Mm-hmm. Tell us about your background. You were in a corporate world before you became a coach. Yep. So, my background, uh, I have a master's degree in organizational psychology from Columbia University. And I have almost 25 years of corporate experience working with some of the largest corporations in the world. Right. Um, as what was what you were working as in the corporate world? I was in the HR organization. Um, right. So you name the function within HR, and I was I was in it. Right, 25 <laughs> years of HR experience. Yes. Very interesting. So how did you get uh, interested in coaching? Um, I got interested in coaching much more so towards the end of my career when I started to understand more of what coaching was. Mm -hmm. Um, I was doing leadership and executive development, so there was a lot of coaching aspect that was involved in that. Uh, And then as I looked back on my career, I realized that I had been coaching almost my entire career or approaching things from a coaching perspective for my entire career, so never really solving the problem for someone who came in and wanted a problem solved, I would have a conversation with them and they would, I would help them to come up with a solution to the problem. Right. And then you basically got an education in coaching and tried to, I mean, decided to become an executive. Exactly. So I went to the, uh, the Center for Executive Coaching uh, to get my coaching sort of my, my coaching training right. uh, and then did the certification. There's a certain certification program that you have to go through if you want to be accredited with the International Coach Federation. Right. So many hours of live coaching, uh, live training, so many hours of one-on-one coaching, uh, different things like that. And then you take a, an examination and if you pass the exam, then you are certified right. at that point. And right now you're the ICF board member. I am. I was just elected to the board of directors for the UAE chapter for the International Coach Federation. Thank you. So um, how do you help uh, organizations? What's your expertise? So one of the things that I learned in in my coach training was, uh, and what I was really looking for in coach training was not really the theory of coaching, but I wanted to really understand the practical application of it from a corporate perspective or from a business perspective. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the Center for Executive Coaching gave me that. So I have frameworks that will address almost any any issue that an employee or a leader Um, encounters in their career Uh, and using those frameworks I could then work with a client to then create a way that uh, they overcome those barriers that stand in their way right so what kind of uh, I mean what specific kind of problems you specialize in or why clients come to you so clients come to me if they are uh, looking to change make a change in their career uh, they come to me if they're looking at, uh, let's say they've just moved into a new company and they want to create a 90-day plan that gets them okay. on the ground uh, off and running right away okay. uh, with impact. Um, I've coached clients on public speaking. Um, I've coached clients on effective communication uh, 
with a global team when English isn't their first language. So it's really a, a pretty broad, yeah. Again, it, it, it goes back to what is it that the client is looking for mm -hmm. and um, how can I leverage my experience to help them to overcome that, that sure. issue. So you were mentioning also about like working with clients and um, fast-paced industries or in high-pressure right. environments. How do you do that? How do you help them cope with that kind of environment? Um, having worked in the high-tech industry for the past 20, almost 25 years, um, a fast-paced, agile, very high-pressure environment is normal. And you have to figure out a way of working with that. And it's a struggle that a lot of people have. <clears throat> and so um, I approach clients, and typically my clients come from uh, that type of environment, not necessarily just the high-tech industry, but from an a environment that's very fast-paced and constantly changing, right. uh, highly stressful. Um, and we then look at what it is that they want to accomplish, what it is that's in the way, what are some of the boundaries that we have to play within, and then figure out a way of, of making it work. Um, working in a high-stress high environment, you're not going to be able to go in and say, okay, um, we're going to change the environment. Uh, what we do instead is we identify what are some of the triggers that maybe cause ex um, the extreme stress, how do we avoid those? And then how do we kind of leverage the other? Sometimes stress is good for people because it pushes them. Mm -hmm. um, other times it's not. So we try to find out where that balance is and then leverage that. Or what kind of stresses work for what kind of people? Is that right? There are, are there different kind of stresses which are good and bad for different kind of people? Well, some people like to wait until the last minute to do something. Uh -huh. Other people don't. And so if you are a person who doesn't like waiting until the last minute, but something is thrown on at you at the last minute, how do you deal, how do you deal with that then? Right. Okay. Um, Based on the person's personality, then you yeah. work with that person. Yeah. So my coaching is, is all personalized. Uh, it goes back to what my clients are looking for mm -hmm. um, and what they want to accomplish. So um, I wouldn't say that. I specialize in one specific area mm -hmm. uh, because my clients are all individual. They all have individual challenges. Even if they're looking for the same, uh, the same type of coaching, public speaking coaching, for example, right. uh, the reason why there's a fear of public speaking could be totally different from one to the other. Right. And so we just try to understand that and then find ways to work around it. Okay. Interesting. And also you mentioned leadership development and like mm -hmm. in executive levels. Uh, we also talked about like the industry change and sometimes people who have uh, become a leader or like an executive in a certain industry, they struggle if they want to change their industry and you can help them. How do you do that? So what I do is I <clears throat> work with clients. First, I want to understand what's the motivation behind them wanting to do this. Uh, and then we look at what are the skills that you would need in order to be successful in that type of, that type of role. I have a, um, an assessment tool that I'm certified in that I use with all of my clients that's really, really insightful for things like that. Mm -hmm. So for example, if someone is looking at uh, um, changing a role or something, we could, we could do this assessment and run the, run the results against that role mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. uh, which is then populated with data from people who are already successful in that type of role. And then we can see where the differences are between the two of them. Oh, um, so it's really looking at how do you take what you currently have and transfer that skill and that knowledge. Um, I think it's a lot easier than people realize um, once you kind of peel back the onion and see what's the core, right. because it's the core that you're, that you're moving with you. Right. And also it's the unknown of the other industry. Right? Yeah. So yeah. And so one of the things that I will do is I'll ask clients who within their network already works within that industry. Who can you speak with uh -huh. that can give you some insight into some of the challenges that are there? Uh, give you some insight into the types of skills that are needed for that uh, to be successful in that type of role. Right. Okay. So do you only work on one-on-one -on -one basis or do you have like workshops that like organizations can use for their team? I do both. Primarily I do one-on-one, -on -one, um, but I do do group coaching as well. So for example, I have a client now mm -hmm. who asked me to partner with their um, leadership development organization to coach a group of 75 high potential leaders that are going through this executive development program within the company. Right. Um, and so um, I've built workshops um, that tie into the modules that are being taught to these, uh, to these participants. Um, again, it's personalized. Okay, so I see. So, that, so they're being educated uh, via a different organization, and then you create workshops to basically help them uh, practice that? It's to, it's to reinforce. So for example, if the learning and development uh, organization has created a, a module around building okay. a high-performance team, they go through the theory of what that's like and the steps and everything else. And what I would do then is I would then come in and I would coach them on the knowledge that they have acquired. How do they now apply that in their in their right. daily lives so that it's not just you're sitting in a training and then you leave and then you forget the training. Um, my role is to really reinforce the knowledge that they've gotten right. and how do they then uh, further it afterwards. So these are like two day, three day workshops? <clears throat> the, the current ones that I'm doing, it's, it's built into four different modules. So there are 75 people that are going through it. Um, right. So we have six, six cohorts, um, mm -hmm. each doing one module or module one, module two, module three, module four. Oh. And so on each module, I would then come in uh, on the last day of their, it's a three day program. I would mm -hmm. come in on the last day and then they do a summary of what they've learned over the previous days. And then I then build that in uh, as my, as the foundation for the coaching that we're doing. Right. Based on your experience, how long do you think it takes for a leader, let's say, to see results, to see changes? Um, <clears throat> I think it depends on what it is that they want to see. Mm -hmm. Typically, when I sign a contract with uh, a, a client, a, an individual client, it's typically for six months mm -hmm. um, because that gives us the, the time to not only um, really identify what it is that they want to achieve, kind of flesh it out. We then look at benchmarks and things like that. We take the assessment. We um, plot that against the, the goals that we have and then kind of work towards those goals. Um, I see those results after a couple of months, but the thing is is that you don't want to just start the, to see the result and then stop. It's, right. um, you want to continue. It's like when you go to the gym. Um, you start and it might be painful 
the couple of first times, but you keep in mind, okay, this pain is because I'm trying to either lose weight or, or gain muscle mass or, or whatever it is that you do, and you continue doing it. It's not something that happens, <clears throat> like they say on the internet, overnight or in eight weeks, that's crap. It right. takes longer than that. Uh, and so I work with my clients on a longer term basis. I try to break the, um, the overall goal down into smaller goals so that there is that motivation along the way. So they um, see the changes. Yeah. Okay. And we celebrate those changes as they're happening as well. I think that's really important. Sure. Perfect. So how your clients can find you? Um, my clients can find me on uh, LinkedIn. They can find me on my website. Uh, I'm also on the directory for the International Coach Federation. Um, and the majority of my clients I get through word of mouth. So from other happy clients, then refer um, new clients to me as well. So any of those ways, uh, reach out to me. Okay, perfect. Thank you very much. Thanks for your time again. Thank you.